Yeses? We don't need no stinking yeses. Welcome back to the next podcast on We Don't Need No Stinking Yeses. Now, why in the world do we wait for yes for the most important event or discussion in history? Now, you may be asking, what do you mean by that? Uh, We always need a yes to do things with and for people. Society tells us so. The law tells us so. Well, God's word does not tell us we need a yes for this most crucial discussion to have with someone. So here's our attempt at a disclaimer on this podcast first, because, you know, we're all smart people, or we should be, um, and we know that we cannot do certain things um, without the other person's consent. They need to say yes. We're not talking about those things right now on this podcast. We're talking about one very specific conversation where you do not need a yes to share the truth with someone. That's what we're talking about. So this is what this podcast is specifically talking about. And arguably, this may be the shortest podcast um, thus far, right? In almost two years we've been doing this. Um, And hence will be the shortest chapter in our book, uh, we have mentioned so many times in this podcast series that Jesus was countercultural, a rebel against the law of the day, of the land, right? The law crippled people, and it was impossible to follow, and you were severely punished if you did not meet the requirements of the law. And Jesus tells us one thing that is against everything we know, something that we don't need a yes to do. But first, let's look at some human things that we do not need a yes for or shouldn't wait for a yes. And we just jump right in. What about when you are dating someone and you have strong feelings for them and you just, you just have this strong urge to just say you love them? Mm-hmm. What's wrong with that? Nothing's wrong with it. But you jump in, you risk it without knowing if they will respond accordingly. right. Right? Yeah. Are they going to say that I love you too? Or what are they going to say? Right. I mean, you take the chance without knowing that you'll be received. It's going to be reciprocated. Yeah. (laughs) You just roll those bones, baby, knowing that you may be rejected, but you're okay with that. Well, you think you are. Well, and maybe you're not, but you go for it. it, You go for it. You go for it. I love that. Um, what about doing something for someone, right? We don't wait for it. I don't wait for a yes from you to wash the dishes or no pick up the house, right? I don't, I don't, it would spoil the entire notion of doing it, right? That would be Hey babe, weird. would you like me to do this? Would yeah. you like me to do that? Would you like me to, like every yeah. time? You're, you're the bed maker. So like if you were like, babe. I'm gonna, I'm in the bedroom. I'm gonna make the Do bed you right want me now. To make the bed. Is it okay if I make the bed? I'd be like, why are you even you don't asking? Need, yeah, you'd me. say That's like, you don't need me to tell you yes. Right. right. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So, so now funny. we know where we're where we're going here. What road we're going down? 
Um, what about, here's a big one, cheering for your sports teams. Why would you need to have a yes for that? Well, <clears throat> again, you don't. Yeah. You don't need a yes for that. Come on, let's be real, right? People get crazy you about get, their sports teams. Fanatical about that. Fanatical. Yeah, they do. And you don't really care whether you're all face painted up, That's jerseys, right. cheese hats, nothing, right? No That's worries right. there about craziness or crazy behavior or yelling or even people looking at you saying, you're out of your mind. That's or right. receiving you. You just do it. You don't wait for a yes to do that. Mm-hmm. But why those things, but not sharing the gospel? Mm. If you're a Christian and yeah. a sports fan and in love and like right. to do things for people. How does doing something for someone without a yes make you feel? Mm. How does it make them feel? Now take that into a conversation about Jesus with someone how would it make them feel to hear the truth, maybe for the first time? How would it make them feel to know, for them to know that someone loves them enough to be honest and direct and tell them the truth? Not what makes them feel good, but the truth. Yeah, that's important. How would that make you feel mm -hmm. when you did that? These are all questions I think that we have to ask ourselves, right? Yeah. And I have to ask this question, too. Did Jesus wait for you to tell him yes before he died for you? No, definitely not. What if he did? <clears throat> um, we might still be waiting. It would be like, be like this, right? Sorry, Todd. Um, yeah, I'm dying for everybody else but you because you didn't tell me yes. Mm. You did not say yes. Go ahead and die for me, too. Yeah, but if those people didn't say yes either. But, right? But the whole point of the message is you don't need a yes. You don't. Jesus didn't wait for a yes from us. That's right. He didn't wait for a yes to die for you. He didn't. No. In fact, in Luke 23, 34 through 35, he said, Father, forgive them. I'm dying for all of them. And they didn't know, they don't know what they're doing, but Father, forgive them. Mm -hmm. All the time they were dividing up his clothes, and they, they, they were rolling dice for him, and the people mm. stood there staring at Jesus, and the ringleaders made faces taunting, he saved others. Let's see him save himself, the Messiah of God. Ha! The chosen one, ha! Right? Right. Mm -hmm. He said, Father, forgive him. I'm dying, I'm not waiting for a yes. I'm going to reconcile you that's right with your creation mm -hmm. and i'm not waiting for a yes yeah people were not capable of comprehending what he was doing that's obvious they, right? no way like i i just can't even imagine trying to comprehend that yeah and, and some of his disciples when they found out that he had to die were like no way right no way but he said, I have to do this. Right? And they're like, no, how can you, like, you're the Messiah. Because, yeah, again, yeah. they were saying, they would never give that yes to him mm -hmm. without a full understanding. But he did it anyways. That's Jesus right. did it anyways. So why do we wait to share the gospel with people? Um, why? Well, Are we waiting for a yes? We definitely question ourselves. We overthinking it? Overthink it. Insecurity? Fear? 
not fear of not being received, fear of being rejected. Maybe we feel like we don't know the scriptures like we should. You and don't God's to, like, I don't care. Right. You don't have to quote chapter and verse. That's right. You just have to share the good news. That's right. That's it. Yes. And rest assured, even if you know scriptures like, like breathing and you share it with them, people will mock you. That's right. They will. That's right. Doesn't matter. matter. Remember yep. the story from last week about Paul, how he oh, went to yes. Athens and he said he saw a monument to an unknown God and, yes. he, preached, and then he had people that were mocking him and laughing at him. Yeah. What did he do? Did he quit? Give up? No. No. This is Paul. Right. From the Bible. So we cannot be concerned with those hindrances with regards to sharing the gospel. We shouldn't. We should have a little bit um, stronger intestinal fortitude, a yep. thicker skin, a stronger mind, and a more you, fortified spirit. And knowing that, though, like if, if you go into it not knowing, if people think everybody's going to receive it and everybody's going to be 100% on board, they're going to be sorely rejected. If they go into it knowing I'm going to be rejected and I have to be okay with that and still move on. Or just knowing that they're fulfilling God's word by sharing the gospel. That's good. Whether you go into it knowing you're going to get success or you're going to get rejection, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. That's right. right? Yeah. Right. Um, But here's the deal, right? We're going to be rejected, but we're also going to have success. Mm -hmm. So I, I look at it like this. I always say in sales, right? You've been in sales. I've been in sales. Um, right. You build a funnel, right? Your funnel is how big your prospects are. What could you possibly sell to Sure. for any given quarter or a month, a quarter, a year, right? And if you sell, actually close 10% of that funnel, you are absolutely crushing it. You're killing it. So if you have a $10 million funnel and you close or sell yeah. 10% of that, You've closed a million dollars. A million dollars, right? And you're crushing it. Right. Yeah. And so you can extrapolate that you're if doing your funnel's really well. a little bit bigger. Yeah. Right? hundred million, ten percent's ten million. So it 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 it's powerful, right? Right. Um but you won ten percent of the time and you lost ninety percent of the time. But that ten percent, that's it's, what you get paid on. Yeah, and it's a big right? deal. It really is a big deal. So and I, so if you apply that to your gospel sharing journey, mm-hmm. God will do more with that 10% than with the 90%. Mm. Hmm. Sounds like a tithing principle as well, but that's another podcast, right? It does. It does. I love that. Yes. So John 2, 1 through 5. You want to take this? This is our our last point here. Um, So we're going to take that one? Yeah. On the third day, a wedding took place in Cana in Galilee. Jesus' mother was there, and Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. When the wine was gone, Jesus' mother said to him, They have no more wine. And he said, Woman, why do you involve me? Woman, why do you involve me? Why do you involve me? His mama. He said, Woman. My hour has not come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you to do. Right? So paint that picture, right? Everybody's celebrating. They're out of wine. Um, by the way, yes, as Christians, you can drink wine. You're not supposed to get drunk, but you can drink wine. And the best wine was saved for last, right? That's right. But anyways, the party's going on. They're out of wine. 
Jesus's mom goes, "Hey, uh, we got a little problem. Um, yeah. This is your cousin, <laughs> right? His relatives. Can uh-huh. you do your thing. There's no more wine. Go do your thing, Jesus." And he goes, "Woman, why should I be bothered with this? It's not my time. Mm. Don't ask me to do this. I should not be getting involved in this. Mm-hmm. I should not be sharing the power of my God mm-hmm. at this moment." Mm-hmm. And you know what? That what his mother said. He just, she just walked out of the room and said, do whatever. He told the servant, do whatever he tells you to do. So two big points here. <laughs> two big points. I love it. Yeah. Jesus said, I'm not ready. It's not my time to share the gospel, to share the power, to exercise muscle, mm-hmm. to show you the miracles and the wonders and the love and the generosity and the provision of my heavenly father. It's mm. not my time. Yeah. But he did it anyways, knowing that it had to be done. Yes. Just like we know we have to share the gospel. It That's has right. to be done. That's right. And this is the same when we stop short of sharing the gospel with someone because we are not ready or it's not time. Whether we think that we're not educated enough or we don't, we have fear or whatever those things we listed earlier, That's right? That's right. Mm-hmm. But we don't follow through with the second part of doing it anyways because it must be done like Jesus did. And we're Christians. We're supposed to be emulating Jesus. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to do something just because it has to be done, because he did it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Point number two. Mary didn't wait for a yes from Jesus, did she? No. She didn't sit there and stand there and say, please tell me yes, please tell me yes, please tell or me ar- yes. Yeah, I was going to say, right? or like argue with her son. Yeah, you have to do this. Oh my gosh, you're going to embarrass me, Jesus. Yeah. And you're going to embarrass the whole family, the entire side of our family. You know, people from Nazareth aren't really rich and, you know, you know, on and on and on and on and on. No, she didn't. Yeah, she just told them, do she whatever. Said, do whatever he tells you to do. Mary didn't wait for a yes from Jesus. She told the servants just to do whatever Jesus tells you to do. And he did it because it had to be done. Mm. Those are the two points, mm-hmm. right? So here's our here's the last example. Um I'm sorry I told you the other one was the last example, but this is actually our last example. <laughs> it's the last, last. It's the second to last. This is last. <laughs> no, it's the final last. Matthew twenty eight sixteen, the Great Commission scripture, right? Yes. And this is where a lot of confusion comes in. But hopefully this clears it up. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name. Wait, did he say sprinkle them with water? No. no, he said, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. Yes. It did not say what? Convert, convince. It did not say, go therefore and convert all the nations. Mm. Go therefore and convince, right? It said, teach them. Mm-hmm. Teach them implies that you are sharing knowledge and you're letting them do with it what they need to yeah. do, right? Let them make up their own minds. Again, let them change their own minds, right? In other words, we're supposed to share the gospel. That's all we're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Because it has to be done. Water to wine. It had to be done. Whether you're ready or not, Mm -hmm. or it's your time, it Mm -hmm. has to be done. And it did not say in that series of scripture to wait for a yes before you do these things. It just said, go and do. It didn't say, wait for a yes and then go do it. Mm. 
It says, go and do. So we all need to be better at living out this commission, the great commission. We all need to be bold and courageous in our faith and sharing it. You don't have to defend God, but you do need to share the gospel. That's right. If we all can get a little more bold in our walk and with sharing the good news of salvation with others, maybe it'll be hard the first time. It probably will be hard the first time. Maybe. But yeah, yeah. But we just think how easy it will be the next time. Oh yes, and, and the, the next, next right? and the next. And this will embolden you and strengthen you. And you know what that is called? Getting to the next. Getting to the next. I love that. Amen. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. On we don't need no stinking yeses, and we do not need a yes to share the gospel. That is clear and that is evident in God's word. We just need to get ourselves out of the way and trust that God will use us to share and God will make the difference in that person's life and God will change their mind, not us. When we go into that situation with that mindset and that in our spirit, that changes everything. So don't wait for a yes to share the gospel with someone we're thankful for our music provider freemusicarchive.org for our intro song Ketza Anon's talk over in the beginning was Maverick City No Longer Bound and I think it's going to be a Maverick City music kind of podcast we'll leave you with I Thank God by Maverick City Music don't forget to visit us on all our social media sites Instagram at to the next 777 email to the next 777 at gmail.com Facebook page is Facebook for slash to the next.net. Our website is to the next.net. Again, thank you very much for listening. Continue to share this podcast as we grow and we're helping everybody get to the next. Until next week, be blessed.